Hey, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Backpage Breakdown. As always, I'm your host, Antoine Staley. You can always find me on all the social media platforms at Antoine Staley, and then my work also at the New York Daily News. With me is a good friend of mine who I've uh, used to cover the Dolphins with for many, many years, uh, Omar Kelly, who's now working for SI as well. Omar, what's going on? How you doing, Antoine? I'm good, man. I'm, uh, How are you going to you? I live in Jersey, but uh, I, I do go out to New York pretty regularly, so it's pretty cool, though. Like, it's good to have that accessibility to the city. I know, I know how much you love New York City, too. I, I enjoy it. I don't know if I could live there now. How would you compare it to South Florida? I, I, I like the South Florida lifestyle a little bit better. That's how that's how I view it. But I like having the access to New York City, like for, you know, concerts and stuff like that, too. Because you get everybody comes to New York City for everything. So that's the good thing. Like me and you both like really like music. So Mm -hmm. it's always something going on as far as like hip hop acts and things like that. So that's what I do enjoy about living towards the city. And then the restaurants, the restaurants are really good, too. It's always something you, you can find something from everybody. I, I just wish the South Florida concert scene was a little better, but you know, hey, you, you can't have everything. Exactly, exactly. I mean, you got the warm weather and the beaches, so hey, I'll take that all day. I, I do miss that, like part of it, especially being close, so close to water. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, before we get into this kind of the Dolphins Titans game and then the upcoming Jets game, too, uh, just want to talk about Bet Online as well. All the major sports action is in, in action this week with college football playoffs ready to kick off in a couple of weeks. Bet Online is your number one destination for all sports wagering, including news for pro football, the NBA, upcoming fights, and the NHL games this season. Head to the website today and get in on the action and see all the updated odds for this week. Remember to use our promo code BELIEVE to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game started. Uh, we just got we got to talk about this Dolphins game on Monday night because it seemed like – I mean, they had that game in the bag. Like, I don't know what happened uh, in the fourth quarter in particular. I mean, you're up by that amount of points, and then you just completely bored. Just how, did, how, did, how was the game from your perspective? You know, um, uh, we've been waiting for it because this has been the history of the franchise, that that so Dolphins moment, um, that one game where you absolutely uh, should have won, but but you didn't because you lost it in, in, in tragic fashion. And this was it. Uh, they, they laid they laid down Tennessee and basically gift wrapped you the victory, um, basically turning the ball over into the red zone twice. Uh, you scored 13 points to take a lead. And then you give it back in the final four minutes uh, by going three and out two times, uh, actually three and out once, and, and, and allowing them to drive down the length of the field with a finger quick snap uh, time and, and and score a touchdown. And then you 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 go basically have a, a, a drive where you, you can't produce anything in the final game when after they take the lead and your, your quarterback gets sacked on a fourth and two play. Um, and this is probably the second time he's he's ended the game on a sack and and not even putting the ball up in the air uh, this season. Uh, Tua has to finish games better, be stronger. But there's so many factors to why they lost. Um, the defense playing Ole uh, uh, offense, uh, playing Ole to the offense, letting them them drive down the length of the field in their prevent defense um, to the offensive line. You know. We, we, nobody shed a tear for the Jets when they had one starter on their offensive line when the Miami Dolphins beat up on them. And here's the Miami Dolphins with uh, four four replacements out there replacing starters 
Austin Jackson being the only starter uh, from, from the season opener on the field. Nobody's going to shed a tear for you. Nobody's going to make excuses. You had that game and, and you squandered it and you got to learn from it. And that's the, the important thing for this team. They got to build off w- what they experienced. Before we talk about Tua and Tyreek Hill and just kind of how that affected the game, what did you think about the play calling late late in that game? Uh, offensive line injuries and instability and inconsistencies impacted the play calling. The not having Tyreek and maybe Tyreek being there as a decoy impacted the play calling, but ultimately it just wasn't good enough. I didn't like the play calling on offense or defense. Uh, you know, you got a rookie quarterback standing back there, and yes, he's got an absolute cannon of an arm. I know you've got injuries in your secondary. You got two replacement safeties back there. You got, uh, you know, a, a backup linebacker in as your your green dot player. But still, you can't let a rookie quarterback pick you apart. Uh, you you got to pressure him. You got to get in his face. You got to rush him and make him force him into bad decisions. And they didn't do that. And, and then when you look at the offensive play calling, what happens to we, – we always wondered about what happens to the Miami Dolphins offense or how important is, is Tyreek Hill to the Miami Dolphins offense. Well, I think we got the answer. Um, and I'm not just going to say it's just all Tyreek because, you know, that offensive line, they were compromised a plenty and they rushed to into making decisions and, and forced them into a lot of checkdowns. But – uh, yeah, that there was nothing there except for the run game when Tyreek wasn't on the field. So uh, but that's my thing, too. I feel like they didn't run the ball enough, especially considering that situation where you have all those offensive linemen out. So why not run the ball when you're having success with it? Yeah, uh, 101 rushing yards in the first half. I believe they had 160 for the entire game. Um, I, I, you know, on those final drives, it's obviously not a good situation to run the ball because you're, you're trying to preserve clock, but, uh, yeah, they, you know, I'm, I'm proud of Mike McDaniel because on the second touchdown that they scored, they kicked the field goal at first. Uh, yeah, I think they didn't score a touchdown. They kicked the field goal at first, uh, when they yes. got into that turnover. And then the second opportunity, Mike McDaniel was like, you know what, let me try this I formation thing. Let me get out of this shotgun in the goal line. Um, let me stop trying to pass the ball into these pinpoint positions to to so Tua can 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 stat pad his stats. Let me actually try to power and run it since I've got the NFL's scoring leader in Raheem Mostert and Raheem punched it in. Um, Alec Ingle running behind him, they got it in. Uh, I, it amazes me that Mike McDaniel has an offense that's averaging over five yards a carry, and he's so resistant to utilize it. Um, and, and I get it. You got a ton of weaponry. You got a ton of offensive players, skill position players. But when it's not working, how about you just rely on the run game and, 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 and pound the ball? That's what, that's what I'm saying. Like, it, clearly what they were trying to do wasn't working last night, especially offensively. So why not rely on the running game when it is working and just, you know, just try to play power football? I, I, did, I really didn't understand, you know, why going back, especially with Tyreek out. You know, why continue to try to throw the ball and be finesse with just, you know, just hit them in the mouth and just continue to, you know, hit, just pound it. And it's weird because the run game is his encoded into his DNA. That's who Mike McDaniel was. He was a run game coordinator who worked his way up the league as a run game specialist. And so I think that he's realized he's fallen in love with the past. Yes, he's back to who he is in his core by being, you know, one of the most efficient. They're the second best 
yardage-wise, number one in yards per attempt run team in the NFL. But when it comes pressure time and moments where he's got to have it, um, tough conversion moments, uh, he strays away from it. He, he He's allergic to the eye formation. It gives him the heebie-jeebies. He's just <laughs> – uh, and it and the funny thing is, if if they statistically looked at their productivity out of the I formation, it would be phenomenal. And maybe it's because you don't use it that often. But I'm sorry if you have that level of success out of the I formation, doing anything, running, passing, you might want to lean on it a little bit more. Exactly. Just continue to do it. Like that's how I feel about it too, as well. So uh, obviously, you know, the receivers they just wouldn't get open. It seemed like uh, I hadn't watched the all twenty-two on the on the Dolphins game yet, yeah. but uh, just kind of what you've seen from uh, Jalen Waddle uh, this year, especially considering like you know, Tua really didn't seem like he had a lot of open receivers uh, after Tyreek Hill went down last night. Yeah, uh, t- uh, Tennessee was doing something cloud coverage over the top obviously preventing everybody from beating you deep you want to beat us underneath okay no problem we're just going to drop linebackers into coverages and you got to pick us apart in zones um and surprisingly they were able to get pressure with their front four um at five sacks on Tua. i i sat here and, and watched you know how i'm obsessed with line play so i say i do, I do. <laughs> one of those sacks to try to figure out what was at the root of it and man it 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 it, it, it was no no common thread in terms of why guys got beat. Um, you know, uh, botched fumble to a falls on the ball sack end of the end of the game, you know, pressures coming up, up the gut to a scrambles forward sack, um, uh, flushed out the pocket. Um, Robert Jones allowed a, a you know, a, a third, a third down sack off a of pressure off a of stunt. It, 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 there was no common thread, so I can't sit there and tell you that the offensive line, oh, they played poorly. Yeah, five sacks, you would think that they played poorly, but, you know, there was a slip in the red zone sack. It, it, you know, the, it, it's just so unorthodox in terms of all of the instances that they, they had opportunities, but sack, 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 sack. And ultimately, in my opinion, a lot of that falls on Tua because you got to play big. You got to show that you have it. You got to be a guy who elevates the level of your team, no matter what offensive line you have or what receivers you have on the field. And it just hasn't happened for him this season. Why, why do you think it hasn't happened for him? I just think he's not ready. I, I think I think he's not ready for that bright lights moment yet. Um, and you would think it's in his background. It's in his career at Alabama. It's encoded into his DNA. Um, but when the pressure rat, when the pressure turns up a valve, um, he hasn't shown up. Um, now I could sit there and say that, oh, you know, they face some good defensive lines in in terms of Buffalo and uh, Buffalo and Philadelphia and Tennessee. Not, and I'm going to include Tennessee in in there as well. Kansas City. Yeah. Those are the four losses. If you look at if you look at the common threads in all of those losses. Those are all physical teams, Phys- physical teams that that like to to impose their will on teams, and I think that that's where they struggle. Except for the Jets, of course, because they do have a physical defensive line. Um, but that's where they struggle, and I think there's a common thread there. If you can get pressure on Tua with four without blitzing him, and I've always said this: if you blitz him, he's going to pick you apart. So um, just sit back, you know, give him all day. Don't let 
don't let their receivers get over the top of you. And eventually, you know, if you got pressure and you got front four dogs, you, you, you'll be able to bite. So, so that's what they did. They didn't so, do yeah, just kind of. Yeah, that's kind of what I thought, too. So just, you know, kind of, you know, looking forward to the game against the Jets. I mean, they that's what they like to do. They don't necessarily like to blitz a whole lot. Although they did against uh, C.J. Stroud and the Texans this week, I think because he's a young quarterback, and they just wanted to make sure they got pressure on him. But, you know, typically the Jets just like to pressure four and then drop seven and, you know, say, you know what, we don't think you can beat our coverage, especially with the cornerbacks that they have. And obviously Sauce and DJ Reed, too, as well. So just talk about, you know, the potential matchup, especially considering what you saw last night. Yeah. Um, right now, looks like they're going to be rebuilding the offensive line again with, you know, Connor Williams suffered what's believed to be a season-ending injury. So you got Liam Eikenberg going back in that inside to center. I think he's played pretty respectfully at center earlier this season. Um, I believe he started at one of the positions, left guard or right guard against the Jets. He's been a, a starter in the majority of the season, and he's been a player that's trending up. Um, I don't know if they're going to have Teron Armstead on the defensive on the offensive line just because he's battling a, a multitude of knee, quadricep, ankle injuries. But they they got to find some semblance in the offensive line that that can block Quentin Williams and and, and friends. Uh, and in terms of of you know offensively comes down to whether or not they're going to have Tyreek. I think he's battling a high ankle sprain um, as even though two cheetah never gets hurt. Cheetah don't get hurt. It, yeah. it, it's infamous saying um, he admitted that he's been battling an ankle injury for the majority of, of this season. And, and it just continues to get worse. He's rested once per week during practice, um, but it's just progressively getting worse. And, and, but fortunately he didn't suffer anything serious against the, uh, the, the uh, Titans game because um, it certainly looked a lot more serious than than it was. Uh, and, and he returned to the game. He tried to play. I'm I'm pretty sure he's going to continue to try to play just because Cheetah is that type of player, and he's he's looking. He, you know, he's he's absolutely committed to to pushing for that 2,000 yards. But um, Miami, they they really need to. You know, everybody thought this was going to be a layup. That the, the last two games before you get yeah. into a murderer's row in Tennessee and, and the Jets. And here you go, you lose to the Titans and now you face the Jets. And and the last thing that you could afford to do is not get to 10 victories by taking care of business against the Jets. But uh, as you know, that, that line's dropping in Vegas. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, cause this is the type of game the Jets have played all year long where they like defensive battles. They like slug out games. They, they like to win, the, they like to score points with their defense too. And their offense outside of the Texans game has been very mediocre all year long. But, you know, they have some momentum there. They feel like they have nothing to lose at this point, really. They're trying to spoil Miami season. Obviously, you know, they have like a 0.4% chance to make the playoffs. That's probably not going to happen. But just the fact that, you know, they can try to spoil the Dolphins season. And like I say, and I think it's – they both, like, match up really well, too, to be honest with you. I mean, you remember the game – the first game was, you know, close until obviously the, you know, the help, the fail Mary – and then they pretty much opened it up after that, too, as well. So, I mean, I, honestly, I'll say this, too. The offensive lines of these two teams have been completely, like, ravaged. Like, I, I don't know if anybody else in the league has dealt with as many offensive line injuries. The Jets are going – they have their 11 different offensive line combination. 11? On Sunday. Yes. 11? And 14 games. 11? Wow. Um, yeah. 
That's a lot. And I think the yeah. Dolphins are like right behind with like not is it like nine, maybe at this I point? Think it's a, I think it's a nine. Yeah. Okay. So nine. yeah, this is I, I don't know if any other team is dealing with these type of injuries. Like it's just completely hindering both of the team's offenses. Yeah, uh it, it's funny that Mike B. Daniels, I think they kept 10 offensive linemen in in in, in the regular season. And we were all like, why would you need 10 offensive linemen? Well, now that you're on your ninth offensive lineman, <laughs> Uh, you know, your ninth, ninth offensive lineman starting games. This is why you need nine offensive linemen. So, um, nine and 10, it, I, I think, I think if I don't even know what's out there in the draft right now, cause you know, I don't want college football like that. Oh but, yeah. It's a lot. It's a, it's a good offensive lot tackle draft. So yeah, whoa, you, man. you need to get one. The Dolphins yeah. need one. The Jets, Jets need probably two, but yeah, they definitely, uh, it's a very deep tackle draft as you'll see once the season ends. Yeah, no, uh, this is going to be a, a offensive lineman draft because if you look throughout the entire league, I mean, we played Sh- Charlotte. They ha- didn't have an offensive line. The Raiders didn't have an offensive line. Patriots didn't have an offensive line. Um, it, it, it is it is it is savage season right now for, for offensive linemen because they, they are just getting ravished. Yeah, it's the, it's so bad for the Jets that they've used they brought Dwayne Brown out there as an extra blocker on run situations. So usually they've been having six offensive linemen out there because it's been they've been so hurt by injuries, and then they hadn't been able to block people. So that's how bad it is for the state of the Jets too right now. Yeah, before I let you go, I I, I want to talk just kind of what are the keys you think for the Dolphins in, in this game against the Jets? Um, to have success running the football, uh, I believe they had success the first time around against against yeah. the Jets. Um, Raheem Mostert, I believe he's super close. I, I'll tell you in a minute um, to a to a thousand yard season. Um, damn, why don't I have the? the I know they had uh, about 170 yards rushing the first game. So yeah, yeah. Jets have one of the worst rushing defenses in football. Yeah. The Dolphins have to, with or without Tyreek Hill, the Dolphins have to have success running the football, and obviously, getting pressure on 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 Zach Wilson um, is is going to be key and critical. The the last time I believe they had seven sacks against the Jets. Um, it, yeah, it's Tim Boyle. Yeah, it was sack season. Um, but obviously, Zach Wilson's proven that he's got a little bit more talent and capabilities uh, than and mobility. Than he's mobility. he's a little bit more mobile than yeah, uh, Ball. Like Ball was just a sitting duck back there. <laughs> I don't know. That's why I didn't understand them putting back him back there to begin with. Yeah. Let, let me ask you. Uh, with Aaron Rodgers, um, I, I believe this is going to be his third week where his window has has been open. Is is next week? Back. Next week will be the uh, and they have to activate him or he'll be out for the season. That that's the next week. So. The plan is not to bring them back this week. Like it'll be the Zach Wilson show, and then if they win, if they be upset the Dolphins, then they still have an opportunity to make the playoffs slightly. But then Aaron Rodgers might come back for that potentially. If they lose, then he's done. He's not coming back. That's what I've been told. Okay. Uh. Yeah. Hey. Because he can still get medically cleared, but they can still decide. Oh, we're not going to bring him back. No, no, no. So, uh, so to keep the playoff season alive, they, 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 and, and I'm, I'm amazed to see that Robert Sala survived that, 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 that saga with Zach Wilson, and obviously must have motivated Zach because he, he came out and he balled. Yeah, he definitely did. I mean, this is, I think they know that this is the end. That and then Zach wants to put a good resume on tape. That's basically what it is at this point. I mean, the hesitation came from reportedly that. Zach, they already told Zach they were going to get trade him after the season. 
And then at that point, he didn't want to play. But I think Aaron Rodgers and other people have talked to him and said it was the best interest. Playing would be in his best interest because that way you can try to put something on tape and show another team uh, potentially next year what you can do. And he can possibly, you know, compete for a backup role. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. He's got he's got a cannon of arm and some some organizations going to think they always think they can fix a quarterback. Just look at Josh Rosen. They always think they can fix the quarterback. Exactly. Exactly. Like the Jets will decline. Is, I think his option would be 23 million. They'll decline that and then they'll trade him like probably for a sixth, seventh round pick. That's probably how it's going to go. But yeah, man, before we get out of here, uh, tell people where they can find you and your, your work, man, and everything you do. Yeah, uh, you can find my work at alldolphins.com, um, free website where we give us Dolphins coverage. Um, and then we do a podcast, me and Alan Papard. At, uh, uh, you can find it on YouTube at alldolphins.com. Uh, Antoine will actually be joining us to do our behind enemy lines. So looking forward to that. Um, alldolphins.com and, and all dolphins on anywhere you listen, get your audio or video podcasts. All right, man. Thank you. I want to thank you for coming on, man. And like I say, well, I'll be on with you, you guys, um, on Wednesday too, as well. So I'm looking forward to being on with y'all once again. We had a good time the first time, so it should be absolutely a good time this time as well. And, but and yeah, thank you. Got a little victory under your belt. You should be feeling yourselves, just fans. <laughs> they are. They that that is not a playoffs is possibly back yeah. on. And, so. and, and listen, and you know how dolphin fans are. We 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 had a fourth quarter collapse. Oh my God, two is a bum. End the season. Exactly. What are we doing? Like you, you've been one of the better teams in the NFL all season, and now it's the sky is falling. The sky is falling. Yes. Welcome. Yeah, to I, 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 rec- I recognize that. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> I know how that. I already I, knew how it was going to go before the Jets season. Do Jets do skies falling? Uh, oh yeah. They- oh yeah. Yeah, they had a five game losing streak, and then they was they were already looking towards the draft. They were looking towards the draft, and then they beat they beat the Texans, and then the Dolphins lose, and now all of a sudden, oh yeah, playoffs back on. Like even though it's still a four percent chance. Hey man, <laughs> at least you got a chance. At least they got a chance, and then yeah, I mean that's all you that's all you need. That's all you know how fans are. Like any glimmer of hope, then they're gonna they're gonna take it as long as they long as they can. But what, if they lose, their next lost, and they're done. They're officially out. Like whatever that is, if it it work, it does happen, but. Yeah, again, thank you for coming on, Omar. Thank everybody for uh, tuning in as well. Uh, the Back Page Breakdown, the Spot Survive, Bet Online.